Welcome back to All Good Points. It's your host, as always, Ricky Gray Jr. And this week is all about that iron paradise. And who better to talk to you about the importance of physical fitness than Mr. Michigan Classic Physique Champion Marquise Mitchell. Sit back and relax as we go over his journey, some ways to stay motivated, and how consistent exercise not only makes you look good, but it also makes you feel good. Remember to rate and review All Good Points on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Ricky Gray Jr., and this is All Good Points. Now let's get to it. All right, guys. So joining me today is a person that has dedicated his life to bettering himself and bettering the people around him. Not only is he a personal trainer and a nutrition genius, he's a 2017 Mr. Michigan Classic Physique Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Marquise Mitchell. What's up, bro? What's going on? Not too much, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. So we got actually quite a bit of questions on Instagram, a little bit more questions than I thought I was going to get in that short <laughs> amount of time. So I got All a right. bunch of stuff to ask you, but I got a lot of questions myself to ask you anyway. So first thing I want to do is actually just say, you know, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate that. Of course. Thanks for having me. Second question, considering the way that you're built, I got to know, when did you start working out? <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a funny thing um i moved to michigan a couple years back when i say like 2016 um i've kind of been active my entire life you know i've done sports started with uh soccer back when i was extremely young jumped right into track uh did a little bit of football things of like that nature moved to michigan um and i loved working out that was always my thing and i just remember moving here going to a gym out in rochester and everyone was like, dude, like, you need to compete. Like, you have the Zeke, this and that. And I'm just, like, sitting there thinking, dude, I've, like, followed bodybuilders for, like, the longest time. I never thought I had what it took in order, for, like, for me to be, like, successful in it. Um, finally jumped on the stage in 2017 with my first competition being actually the Flint in Michigan. And I just, like, blew it out the water. And from, like, right then on, I have just been, like, pursuing bodybuilding ever since first time the first time you jumped on the stage you won i won yeah that's wild wild, it was crazy yeah yeah so i gotta ask since you brought up kind of like following bodybuilders and stuff like that are there any inspirations that you have out there you know um it's kind of funny you asked that question because this past year with actually sean roden just coming out of nowhere and winning it uh the entire like olympia that actually has been like my number one like guy to go to ever since. I mean, I've never had like a actual person I always just followed. I kind of just like watched everyone so I can learn as much as possible. But like as of right now, like Sean Roden to me is just number one. Sean Roden. So that's that's an interesting kind of thing. Is that like um, you know pretty much in any industry or any sport really you always have somebody that you're kind of like looking towards being like you know that's what i want like i gotta i'm I'm trying to get there you know what i mean um and it works the same pretty much in everything regardless of what you're doing so another question i gotta ask as far as like that daily regiment for you goes what are you what are you going like when how's the day starting for you man for me honestly every day is is different it's it's unpredictable i kind of just like go with the flow but i mean as long as I'm consistently eating, making sure I'm getting to the gym, everything else is just whatever happens in my life, kind of. I mean, I work a lot, um, always, you know, out meeting people, doing this and that, working little side jobs here and there because everybody loves money, of course. But oh yeah, consistently, it's always making sure that I'm getting my food in and making sure I'm always at the gym to like ensure that like I'm always going to be 
growing as like a person and a bodybuilder for like the next time I touch stage, basically. So as far as like the eating goes, is there like, are you counting calories trying to make sure you're hitting a certain point? You know, back then, like when I just started the entire scene, I kind of did, um, after getting like certified in like personal training, I kind of like dive back a little bit because after you've been doing it for so long, you kind of know what you need to eat, when you need to eat and how you like need to do it basically. So now right. it's just like, I just put food in my mouth when I'm ready to go. That's second nature at this point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so 2017 first, first competition you won. So we know that part of the story. The, the next thing that I kind of want to ask though is, what were the nerves like getting on stage competing for your first time? Oh man, the first time, I mean, not knowing what I was doing was just ridiculous. I mean, it was the first time I actually competed in classic physique. I, I definitely did actually compete back in 2016 towards the end, but that was for like men's physique. Okay. And it was kind of, it was kind of just to like get a feel of the entire thing. Now it's kind of funny because I actually got graded last for my class and the judges came up to me and was like, do we, place you just about almost last because you're a class of physique competitor. Like you were, you have no business in men's physique. Like your legs are sticking out of those board shorts. You need to switch. <laughs> so, I mean, going from there back in like 2016 to like 2017, Oh, I was like so nervous because I mean, first show I got like bad ratings, like reviews and like this and that. So I was literally, I thought I didn't know what I was doing, but apparently I did. Yeah, apparently you had you were you were kind of in the wrong class, but Correct, at least yeah. you know what it was actually really cool of them to actually you know let you know like hey look you probably shouldn't be here but you've got the body for this exactly so that definitely spoke wonders for me and put me in the right place at the right time so so another question I got for you is that you played a bit of rugby I did a little bit of digging and I figured <laughs> out that you played a little bit of rugby I still do um, actually. Oh, you still play I rugby. I still play rugby. That's one thing that I would I just can't give up. It's just one of the, it's I've always played in physical sports my entire life and I, I can definitely tell you juggling rugby with bodybuilding, it's it's a very hard thing to do. Um I'm not the type of person that ever needs to do cardio other than like the last two weeks before a show. So right. playing rugby and then trying to like prep for the show at the same time is it's extremely hard. Like the training for both things are just entirely different, but you have to learn how to stick to one and how to perfect both at the same time. So that's what you kind of like juggle between the two is the, as far as like, you know, sports goes, you're doing the rugby and then you're doing bodybuilding on top of that. But I mean, I found a way to make it work. So I'm going with the flow. Yeah, no, definitely finding a way to make it work is is super, super important. Um, so there was a, a recent Instagram post that you uh, you put up and you asked your audience what motivates them. So my question to you is what's what's your big motivator? My big motivator is. I mean, the fact that like I want I yes, I want to be an icon within like the sport of bodybuilding itself. But at the same time, like I want to help people like I've been helping this entire time. I mean, I got into personal training because. Yes, people looked at me at a certain way because I did have the correct physique for the sport. Mm -hmm. um, and I think with so many people coming to me, asking me all these questions that, you know, at the time I didn't know, I literally went to the internet, quickly researched this kind of stuff. And as I'm learning, I'm also growing and I'm out there giving back those answers to people to help them better grow within their lives. So it's, I guess it's like a two-time thing where, 
the people outside motivate me because like they're asking me all these things that I may have never known in which I can like go research myself, right. do better in that aspect. And at the same time, I can help give them that same answer as well. So yeah, it's, yeah, there's a certain way about the, um, the, the questions, you know, and that, that's really kind of like how, when I first got started in podcasting was, you know, people, the first thing people asked was like, why did you start it? You know, and then my answer a hundred percent is having moments like this where I get to talk to people like you, you know what I yeah, mean? Like that. Yeah, and that's yeah. huge for me being able to network and talk to people that just constantly inspire other people to do better. And then, you know, the second thing was a lot of, a lot of stuff gets put through voice that helps people along their day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yep. And, and there's a certain way that, you know, you could say something, you could do something for somebody, but at the end of the day, you did something to just help their day get along a little bit better. Exactly. Um, and although, you know, you never, I think it's like the, the beautiful part about it is that you never really learn a hundred percent of anything. Yep. You know, you spend most of your life just learning and learning and learning. But at the same time, there's always that room to grow. And that's that's the kind of the point to where you're at, too, I feel, is is you're just you're you're learning, but you're always seeing that point of like, I'm I'm growing at the same time. Exactly. That's exactly how I take it. So I think another thing that I got to ask is as far as like family goes with you and your family, did you have like brothers that were working out, pushing you to work out? Or was it just kind of like you took that upon yourself? My family, when I got into the entire thing, my family thought I was crazy. Um, I remember <laughs> telling them I was going to my first show, what I had to do, like diet wise, um, what I was doing, like, you know, the, how the workouts were and everything like that. And they thought I was crazy. Um, it took them, I, I guess I'm for my parents, it took them a couple of years to actually like, warm up to the entire concept that, hey, this is like something I love to do. This is something that I'm actually good at. Um and I, I literally wake up every day waiting to like get myself into the gym to like to have like these special moments that I have, you know, walking in and walking out for my right. brothers. Like I got three younger brothers. I mean, we come from a very athletic family. Um, dad read track in high school or in college. My mom played softball on both the D one schools. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we've always been athletic, but we always just thought that, you know, after college, like, this was it. Like, you were just going to go work and all that kind of stuff. But, no, I right. took on bodybuilding right after that, and, like, they just literally thought I was crazy. Um, my brothers, growing up, always took a t- always thought I took steroids. Oh, okay. Wow. And that's something I've never, ever touched. But, I mean, I still get that question today from, like, other individuals as well because they're like, dude, how do you build a physique like you do? without taking anything well of course it's just food and the right nutrition and the proper sleep and all that kind of stuff but i mean i, I think till today my brother still think i take stuff um, <laughs> but it, it definitely took them all a while to like kind of warm like warm up to like the entire concept that hey this is like something you love and now i mean now they all support me within the entire thing so yeah and i mean that's that's really one of the best things too is that like even if it takes them a little while to get used to you know at some point they're like you know what my kid's doing this so i'm just gonna back them 100 percent. you know what i mean i mean it was part of my motivation too it's like that you can't do this and here i am trying to show them out that yeah hey yes i can do this so right and i mean i don't i don't think i mean i didn't know you the way that you looked before but if you looked anywhere around the way that you look now or the way that you built now yeah it would make tens of cents you know tons <laughs> of cents for you to actually be in bodybuilding and um 
So as far as like the the steroid thing goes, and a lot of people, you know, there's kind of like controversial theories to the whole thing. Um, how do you kind of weigh in on like the use of that in um, performance sports, not necessarily bodybuilding, but um, other sports? You know, I with it being around for so long, I just think that it's just part of the culture today. Um, yes, I, I mean, I'm not going to say, no, you're not allowed to take steroids. I mean, but at the same time, if you're trying to prove a point like I am, I mean, I definitely want to touch the Olympia stage with, one day without taking steroids. Right. And I know that a lot of individuals who are at that specific stage, not just bodybuilding itself, mm-hmm. do take things. And medicine is always changing all the time. I definitely know that because I'm in the medical field. Okay. And there, there, there's, there's things that are like, they're, they're, it's untraceable. So to kind of put a ban on that kind of thing in today's day and age with medicine always changing, people always growing differently, um, the way the genetics work, I think it's, it, I think it's a waste of time because people are going to do it anyways. It's just kind of how like illegal things go. Boy, oh, with, exactly. like, with my mindset, it's just, just let it go. Um, if you want to take it, take it. If you don't, then don't. The one thing that kind of makes me mad as an individual who doesn't take it, though, is that it's pretty easy to see those who take it versus those who don't. Yeah. And those who take it, a lot of times are going to lie about it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's just like my biggest pet peeve. And that's like the only thing that kind of gets me about the entire topic. But I mean, like I said, like you, all, all the greatest athletes of today take it, of course. Oh yeah. So, you know, really, and that's the way that you said the, you know, the people that don't take it versus the people that, that do. And the people that do are constantly trying to like lie about it. It's, they kind of want all of that recognition of, you know, building it yourself. And exactly. they don't want to take like that little side jab of being like, no, like that's kind of like manufactured, you know, yeah. but yeah. you're right. There's, you know, crazy amounts of medicine that are out there in the world and it continues to change. And a lot of it is untraceable. So there's not really a way to kind of like pinpoint it and be like, no, all of this is banned. You know, it's kind of hard exactly. to put that blanket on it um, yeah. because there's a lot of back doors that people can go through and stuff like that. You, on the other hand, don't touch the stuff. Don't mess with the stuff. Still were able to build that kind of, you know, physique. So that's really just an inspiration to a lot of people to let them know, like, you know, there are things like genetics and things like that that go into it. That's, you know, that's, that's just a fact. Yeah. But um, at the same time, they can they can technically, they don't have to build to look like you, but they can build to be a better version of themselves. Exactly. So then another, another real quick question as far as this goes is that you wrote something and, and this kind of, this was on Twitter. You wrote this on Twitter and this kind of like resonated with me a little bit, but you said real strength is not just a condition of one's muscle, but a tenderness in one's spirit. And I was like, that's low key beautiful like that the way the way that you put that together i was like you know but it's true you know there's you can measure people constantly measure strength as far as like you know how big somebody is how much somebody can lift how hard they can hit but there's there's strength inward the same way you know what i mean exactly um i mean for me i kind of take it as just like i mean both physical and like mentally i mean there's there's a lot of people who are just like mentally strong out there who can who can do a lot more than what you think they can actually do. And yeah. not all the time, like it's, they don't always necessarily know that because not everyone pushes your limit. And it's not until I, what I kind of believe is until you like beat the right people who enable you to do such things. Will you learn such things? Right. And that's, I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand with like fitness as well. 
So that's 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 literally how I worded the entire thing, but just in simpler terms, of course. Yeah, you know, and I mean, but that's true. Is the way that you're putting it together, and the fact that you pass that along to like you know the people that you're training is that everybody's very everybody kind of has a a secret strength. You know, they're yep. all secretly good at something. And it's finding that, or at least believing in yourself enough to pursue it, you know, um, because when you sit and you kind of doubt yourself and stuff like that, then you're really never going to go anywhere. Exactly. And speaking of doubting yourself, there was another thing that you said, and it was, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20. That's another yeah, time, dude. You're just dropping whole... quotes everywhere. <laughs> I'm a huge person that hates comparisons. And that is because, first of all, we're all individuals. Right. You will never do, be, or look like the person sitting next to you or on the other side of like a camera screen if like you're looking on Instagram. Right. You can only build yourself to be your best person. Like you can't, don't blame someone else for the work you did or you didn't do. Like yeah. you are set to be a certain way for a like, specific reason. Go out and go get it and find out what your true meaning is like that's and i mean yeah comparisons have definitely been something big to me and i hate comparisons entirely. yeah people doing the and you and you see it a lot and i think we're kind of getting into that that age of um you know everybody seeing everybody on instagram and things like that to where they're like oh well this person is doing this or this person looks this way or you know this that and the other thing and i get asked it quite a bit of you know I can't like people will be asking me for advice going, I can't start a podcast. I can't do that. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why it it's literally just pressing one button. You press a button, you write your stuff. And then, you know, you try to just put out the best content for people so they can enjoy it. Exactly. Um, but then, another thing that I'm going to, I'm going to stop you right there and tell you. So, I mean, a couple of years ago, I tried to start like a YouTube channel and mm -hmm. here I am like watching like all everyone that I kind of like, you know, enjoyed watching. And the thing with me, Number one channel was like Physiques of Greatness when that just came out with uh, Chris. I can't remember his last name. Um, and I, I, I attempted to do everything his way. Mm -hmm. But then I remember he dropped another video later on that kind of just like kind of hit me. It was he built this from like the way that he had planned it, the way that he performed it, the way he wanted it. Right. If you want to do something and be great, along the same lines of a YouTube channel, you have to do it your style. Oh, yeah. Because your style is the way that sticks out. Yeah. And that truly hit me, and I feel like that's, like, definitely something a lot of people need to know, including going into podcasts, because mm -hmm. that's going to help them out greatly rather than trying to be somebody else. Be you. You're unique in your own way. Yeah, do, do your own thing. Have that originality, you know? Exactly. Um, but just because you see somebody else doing something and you think to yourself, you know, I can't do that. Maybe you can't do it that way, but you're right. You can't do it that way. But if you do it your way, and I think really, as long as you put 100% into it, you you don't fail. You can't fail exactly. at something if you're trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So another another big question that I have for you is as far as like, you know, when you're training people and things like that. How do you get some of the people that are kind of like new to working out to enjoy it? You know, actually, I, I pick the people that actually come to me. What I've kind of learned that is 
the ones that come to you are the ones that definitely want it the most. So therefore, they're going to work their tail off to ensure that they're going to do a good job rather than just like picking up someone that you just got randomly assigned to. Because I mean, at the same time, they may necessarily not, they don't know you. Right. So therefore, they're not going to necessarily trust everything you say. Whereas those who actually come to me, which is like I said, the only way that I do things now is like, yeah, they've researched me. They know my background. They know exactly how I do things and like what I believe in. They're going to work their butts off the entire time while I'm sitting there making sure that they're always on a positive cue to do better. Right. Right. So you're, you're letting them come to you and then taking it from there instead of just, you know, I I think that's actually a a smarter way to do it because you can see right from the beginning that the passion is there, you know, they want to make a change. Yeah. I mean, they sit there and they'll talk to me for two to three hours before even beginning personal training sessions, because they're from that two to three hours, they literally tell you exactly why they're here, what they want to do, what they want to look like. And it's for me, that's also like in another inspiring moment, because I'm going to sit there and say, yes, we're going to do this. And then going, you know, four five, six months into it, and you see them changing, but they necessarily don't. And then you like, pick those pictures and show them. And it's like, you came to me six months ago, and you said you wanted to start this transformation. Look at where you're at right now. Right. Everything you told me back then, in that two to three hour time frame, you're accomplishing it right now. And that is a huge motivation for them. And like, those are the, those are the people that I love to work with. That's amazing though. Like you, you have that kind of already set for them in their brains. And then, you know, as a person and this, I mean, this can come from, you know, me, you or anybody as a person, you can't necessarily see yourself changing. You know what I mean? Like it's hard Mm -hmm. to find that, but it's when somebody else points it out to you and they're like, Hey, look, you look where you were at six months ago and look where you're at now, you know? It's, it's, it's huge for them. Cause I mean, I mean, I've had a couple of people start crying because it's like, they, like I said, they don't see it happening until they see those photos. I mean, they're always finding those things, those flaws in their life that they think is not allowing them to change physically and, right. you know, mentally. But then I'm always there just like waiting for the right time to kind of like hit them with, no, bro, you're wrong. Like you have been doing this ever since day one. So another thing that you just mentioned there was like the mental side of everything. Cause there is, as long as there's a physical side, there's always going to be a mental side. There's always a mental side. So yeah. how do you go about getting, getting your mind right? Like on a day-to-day basis for, for you. And then, you know, that reinforcement for uh, your clients. Uh, you mean with, with my life? I mean, I kind of grew up with like a lot of negativity. Okay. Um, and somehow, some way I just, I've always found myself in such like a positive direction. So I think it didn't actually take me until I turned 18 when I began going to college that, yeah, I've had so much negativity in my life, but those negative moments have actually made me the person that I am today. And I have definitely listened to a lot of people and I've connected with a lot of people. And because of all the places I've been and all the people I've met, I have a lot of knowledge like in the psychology field. So therefore I've been able to like turn a negative situation into a positive in other people's lives. Right. And that's just like something that I have always been going forth with ever since. So, I mean, I may have a bad day today, but you're not going to see it on my face because I'm going to make sure that even though something's going wrong, I'm going to make sure I do everything in my power to like make this day right. 
Right. Yeah. And that's the, that's the number one thing right there is the, uh, the way to, I guess, shrouding it is kind of what you would call it, but I Mm kind of have that same thing where it's, I'll be, you know, at work the whole day, but then when I get home, you know, regardless of how bad the day was or how good the day was, it's a pretty much stoic kind of outlook, you know, like, Hey, look, that's fine. What happened there happened there, but I'm not going to let it affect anybody else. You know, I can deal with it internally. I'm not going to put that on you. Exactly. I mean, you can do the same thing with like other individuals who come to you like with their problems. There, there's always a way to like say the right thing when they're like feeling down. And right. like, that's, that's all people literally look for is like, you know, they want to talk to you about something. Well, you're, you're put there to make them feel better. And it's, it's going to impact their lives greatly. Now, another thing that impacts a lot of people's lives, and this is a a really good transition here, is one of your biggest things that you focus on, which is nutrition. Yes. I think one of the things that people don't realize, and I mean, I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. My girl gets on me about this all the time, (laughs) but it's it's what you eat, you know, what you're putting into your body, what you're drinking on a day-to-day basis and things like that. That can really kind of shift your attitude and like the chemicals inside of your body and stuff you know oh it, it changes everything yeah it's it's crazy i mean like what you eat today is going to affect you tomorrow and exactly how like how you feel physically and mentally so it's i mean everyone's different though it's it's, it's a crazy thing because I, I definitely talk a lot of nutrition when talking to like my personal training clients like i'm the type of person that can eat cookies cake <laughs> right. pizza, right. all that kind of stuff and i can still look good doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to feel good, but um, I mean, yeah, there, there's certain junk foods that I can actually eat to like make myself look good, like better as like a bodybuilder, right? Which necessarily won't work for somebody else. So when it, for me, when it comes to nutrition, it's you really have to do your research as an individual to find out what works like versus what doesn't. And I'm not just talking about what you look like on the outside. You, you also have to focus on what you look or how you feel on the inside as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely do a lot of nutrition. I do a lot of trial and error and cheat days aren't a, cheat days are a great thing to have as long as like, you know, you keep the minimal, but right. I'm not, I'm not the type of person that eats clean. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you straight up. I don't think any <laughs> bodybuilder eats clean. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's impossible. It's impossible to eat clean and expect to look as good as you do. Cause I mean, the way your body needs those things in order to look great. Right. Um, so a lot, I know a lot of people are always like, you know, I'm going on this diet, I'm going on that diet. And these diets consist on nothing but clean foods. But now you're also like missing out on what the body needs, which is like all those like extra fats from like pizza that we don't necessarily eat all the time because we think we're on like this road to greatness. No, you sure, need that. Yeah. You definitely need that. And your body will reward, reward you later for that. You just got to figure out when's the right time to do it. And, how much you can actually have. Yeah. And that's right there. Which, what you just said, how much you can actually have. I think a lot of people overlook the side of portion control. Oh, most definitely. You know, that's, that's really where the whole, that's, that's the sweet spot. You can almost have pretty much anything, you know, as long as it's in the right portion and the way that you're talking about, you know, your genetics, you can eat that kind of stuff. I can eat that kind of stuff. I'm not nearly as big as you, not, (laughs) not even going to go there, but I can eat all of that stuff and still look really good. But on the, on the inside though, there's that backside of being like, okay, I ate a really, really bad meal yesterday. 
I'm not feeling too hot. You know what I mean? Like the energy okay. kind of goes down a little bit, yep. but it's all yep. about the portions. I'll, um, a quick story was, uh, I'm a big, um, big soda guy. I love soda, right? I love, I love me some Coke, some Dr. Pepper, some Sprite, <laughs> stuff like that. Right. Big on that. So, uh, one day it was probably two, two, maybe three years ago, somewhere around that. And, uh, my girl was talking to me and she was like, Hey, I just want you to cut out soda for like two weeks and just only drink water. And I was like, look, I'm, I'm really not going to drink just water. Like I can't do that. And she was like, no, seriously, just drink water. So I went for that whole two weeks and I just drank water. But then after that, I had that craving for water. I wasn't craving like the sodas or anything like that anymore. And the, the one thing that I realized was that like my face started to clear up, you know, like the, yep. the acne and the oils and the stuff on my face that started to clear up. And I started to feel a little bit like more rejuvenated, uh, rejuvenated and uh, better. And I think that's like one of the things that, you know, certain people kind of like gloss over where it's like, you've got a guy that's, you know, just pounding Mountain Dews all day or something like that. And it's like, hey, look, that's not necessarily good for you. You know, the stuff that's in that isn't really good for you. Which, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the times they actually know that they're just... True, true. Not set in life to make that change. But, I mean, hey, if, if that's what you enjoy, then I'm not going to bash you for it. Do what <laughs> makes you happy in life. Right. I mean, that's just literally how I go about things. Yeah, that and that's the truth right there, is that there's a there's a certain thing to keeping that happiness but then at the same time you know if it's uh if it's affecting your health or maybe it's maybe it's something small that you can change i always like advocate people to be like you know what make little changes over time you don't have to give up yeah. everything just make exactly. little changes little baby steps you know yeah exactly how you, exactly how to do it if you, if you take that huge step you're always going to revert back to your old ways so right. yeah you definitely have to take it in small traces so the last question that I have for you is what would you tell people that are having trouble committing to exercise? If you want it bad enough for yourself, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, your wife or your husband potentially like maybe want you to make the change. You have to do it for yourself. That's, that's the number one thing, first of all. And that kind of goes back to my personal training clients. Like they're, they're doing it for themselves rather than somebody else. That right there is your number one motivator. Um, and at the same time, everybody can do it. It's not just those you like see on Instagram or that you watch on, or you see like in magazines. No, anyone can get it done. It's just all about meeting the right person to help you get there. And just like telling yourself every day, Hey, I can do this. So therefore you will do it. That's just, that's all there is to it. Basically putting it out there in the ether. If you put it in the universe, you know, it ends up answering uh-huh. so actually i actually had one more question we got i gotta ask you what's in store for you in 2019 what are you planning this year 2019 i was dead set on going to the amateur olympia actually a couple of weeks back i actually caught the flu and the neurovirus where i lost yeah, you were telling ton, me about that that's yeah, crazy lost a ton of weight in such a small amount of time um and the, the crazy thing is, like, you know, you put in all this time and effort into, like, building your body, and you just, you do it in such small amounts, but moments like that, you just, it's amazing how quickly you can lose it. Right. Um, so, I mean, at this point in time, I have to kind of push back, and we will be heading back to Miami for the national championship. Is that, that's happening this year? That's happening this year. I mean, I went last year as well, didn't place as well as I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely found out I, I need my... 
upper half needs to match my lower half because my legs are just too ridiculous at this point. <laughs> yeah. um, you got some tree trunks for legs. <laughs> I do. Um, but if, if I can get my top half to match, which is what I've been focusing on uh, since the beginning of this year, then I think everything will go in my favor. So that's that's the plan as of right now. That sounds good, man. Well, I'm rooting for you now. What I need you to do is drop that Instagram, drop that Twitter, and tell people what you're working on. All right, yeah. I'm here on Instagram, classic underscore keys, K-E-Y-Z. The same thing for Twitter, classic underscore K-E-Y-Z. And I am, too, coming out with a YouTube page um, that is still in the works as of right now, trying to find the right people in the right time to get all that stuff kind of going forward. But we will be out there soon. What's uh What's the plan for the content on the YouTube uh, YouTube page? Ah, uh, you know that's also still in the works. I'm just not working actually, on it. Yeah, we're just working on. It. I'm not gonna give all the details out yet, but it's gonna consist on a lot of gym gym tips, uh, nutrition tips, um, how and how not to do certain things in the gym, and just you know some extra comedy throughout the way. Sounds good. All right, Marquise, can't thank you enough for being on the show, bro. Have a great night. I will talk to you here pretty soon. Okay. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. Now, you guys remember, I told you that 2019 was going to be a very big year for All Good Points, and what an amazing opportunity to talk with Marquise Mitchell. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you'd like to reach out to him for help or inspiration, you can find him on Instagram and Twitter at classic underscore keys, that's K-E-Y-Z, and you can follow me on Instagram as well, at All Good Points Podcast. Remember to rate and review All Good Points on your favorite podcast platform, guys. Send me some DMs, man. Talk to me. Hit me up. Ask questions. Whatever. Anyways, I will see you guys next week. You guys have a wonderful rest of your weekend.